genre. And welcome to Tales from the Showbox, now in trade, a once-in-a-while podcast where we talk about some of our all-time favorite comics and graphic novels now in trade. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm joined by the other voices on this show, Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. Heyo. Today we start our, our new season of RJ Makes Us All Read Manga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're kicking it off with Witch Hat Atelier by Komome Hirahama. I have so much anxiety about saying the title of this book out loud. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Don't you, worry. You, 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 did can, it. you can't do any worse than the 12-year-olds that come into my store and ask me for it. So Yeah, that's got to be rough, man. Adelier. <laughs> Adelier. Can I, get a, can I get an Adelier? Eight-liar? Yeah. <laughs> well, if this, isn't, if this isn't the listener's first episode, they know that us in pronunciations isn't... Yeah, no, this we was, do our best. We were we, 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 we do our best, yeah. We try. That's and our best is not very good, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is this is awesome that we've we've been talking about doing this series for a while because RJ is the only one of us that is well read in manga. Uh up until reading this, I had only read all of Akira and some Junji Ito. And that's it. No other manga in my repertoire. So, uh, this... I've I've basically zero. I'm I'm pretty much starting from scratch here. Yeah, yeah. So we're all woefully, even more so than usual, woefully uh, under knowledgeable than less knowledgeable than RJ. Uh, Can't believe I'm like the second most well-read manga <laughs> person here. Right? That's kind of hilarious. Because you read Bleach or some shit when you were in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I did not read Bleach. I read, read a good chunk of One Piece. Okay. Uh, some Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Vagabond. Um, Berserker? Is that name? Berserk. Yep. Berserk. Berserk. That's okay. It. Oh, I've read some Berserk. Um, there's some, yeah, there's some, some good shit. A lot of good demons in Berserk. I've read well, that. That is but. one of the reasons why I wanted to do yeah. this. Because um, I love manga and it is exciting to, you know, introduce something so new to everyone uh and there's there's so much to there's so much good um just content it's like a whole i mean there's there's so much good manga out there and we we talk about trades all the time and wanted to uh kind of give you guys a new sandbox to play in and, and boy, did you well, pick the best thing for us to read as a first try, because it is, it's our favorite thing. It's magic and magical thinking right. and witches and also goddamn adorable. Yeah. <laughs> and also, hopefully we're, we're going to sneak this into the, uh, the, the, the spooky season uh, Patreon stuff. So this, this fits in. This fits yeah, there. It, was, it was themed. Um, to be honest, the, the books I had chosen are kind of, uh, ones I had been reading at the time or ones that are, you know, important to me. So I, I kind of didn't choose the, like, you know, gigantic uh, kind of, like, uh, cornerstones that people probably would have picked for uh, first time, but I think it will it'll work out. It will be good. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> like, it's it's the exact same thing we talk about with, with uh, like, Western comics where it's like, Oh yeah, everyone tells you to read like Dark Knight Returns as your first right. comic, but your first comic is legitimately number 17 of an X-Men crossover that you don't fucking understand at all. So like, yeah, let's just jump in to some like lesser known or like maybe not as um like historically renowned manga that's yeah. like a little bit more modern, a little bit less like, that, you know, it's not the top I've, 10 whatever. That's kind of that's kind of been a running theme of uh, our main season this season is is your the first comic if if you're getting someone into comics break all the rules give them something <laughs> yeah you know. uh, give them and doom patrol and really fuck them up yeah. i think if if someone <laughs> hasn't read a ton of manga or hasn't read any at all and they've read uh like you know they when they hear manga they think about like you know dragon ball or something really big um that they kind of get preconceived notions of what all manga is and that there's kind of there's i mean it's just as vast and varied as comic books 
where there's a comic book for for everything um you know if you don't want to read action you can read uh sports or you know manga has you know cooking or like anything really there it's so versatile and uh amazing and there you know you could you could tailor it to your interests just as much you just kind of got to do a little bit more digging uh then it might be a little bit more inaccessible than comic books at first until you get a grasp for it i mean i know that for a fact simply because um i my, my exposure into anime before i saw dragon ball before i saw cowboy bebop any of that shit i saw fist of the north star so like just <laughs> Uh, Hokuto no Ken, just like sure, sure, yeah, like let's just do Mad right. Max meets Bruce Lee. What the <laughs> fuck? Um, and so, like, I've been well aware that manga is exactly the same because I skipped, I, I, I went way ahead of myself with that, and you know, Ninja Scrolls and your fucking Vampire mm. Hunter D's and whatever. But like, never, I never made that trek from my weird eclectic anime tastes into weird eclectic manga because that just seemed like too much work honestly yeah <laughs> like it's not i just for don't lack have of, the shelf space yeah it's not for <laughs> lack of wanting to it's more of just like i'm already like neck deep in all these comics that i haven't read <laughs> so like, I, i'm actually like like i i've i kept reading witch hat like like i'm i'm gonna just keep reading witch hat forever oh that yeah made no, me happy i had we're to do, force myself the first two yeah the first two volumes, and and yeah, like you had to, I had to force myself to stop. I'm gonna read every volume I can get my hands on. Uh, I, I had to force myself this. to stop specifically because I was afraid I was gonna talk about stuff that's not in the like mm. allotted what we're <laughs> supposed to talk about, and then just like what I did with the Animal Man episode where I was just talking about the end of the series, and it's like that's not what we agreed to read. <laughs> but like, I I need I need another room on my house now for how much manga I'm about to bring in. <laughs> manga room i i need to give myself a rule that i i need to stick with digital for manga i can't i can't have that shit also taking the, a space in my in my house the way you like consume manga it's such a such a faster pace usually than oh than absolutely western comics absolutely. that it's it just mm-hmm. like junk food where you're just like oh i oh, finished yeah. i'm surrounded by empty bags like of- one <laughs> one like volume of manga is like it's like it, one it's like it's great but it's like this wasn't enough i yeah, I, li- right. I need more than this yeah it's uh, like halloween candy you just you end up manga's the uh, it's the pringles of reading it's just like once, pring- you stop, once, you once, pop, you pop, once you pop you just candy. don't want to stop it, it yeah. almost is a different medium from comics like like the pacing change it makes the, it completely the, different. the pace is so much different the, the motion is so much different it, like it's 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 such a different kind of storytelling and like i i kind of want it's much more, more comics to be like this, but I mean, I could also just read more manga. It's it's weird. The, it's uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's, there's so many. Yeah, the the pacing is way different. Um, it, I, yeah, it there's like moments in manga where it feels like you're just mainlining adrenaline. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, it's the best. It's it really. So, yeah, there's no wasted time. Like, and I think that's the medium reflects that, but that's like an american thing versus other countries content like mm. there's no wasted time usually like there's a lot of build up and like fluff and a lot of stuff but like i feel like when you're reading manga like that like it just yeah it just fucking just goes. like take the <laughs> like great. take the like ultimate climactic battle in like a, a batman or superman book and just yeah feel like you're you're putting that into your veins through yeah we'll just do that for like 300 pages right yeah <laughs> that's the other awesome part yeah they'll make that same fight longer but also shorter and better like it's it's a very odd <laughs> medium it's it's I, I i do enjoy especially like the action this one's a little less actiony but there's still some in it but like those action mangas like you can read a volume and so fast because like one it's exciting as hell but two like it's just it's just non-stop action and it's fucking well, the, awesome and the um the the emphasis on visual storytelling is a different mm-hmm. ratio not not like it's it's you know uh not that comic books don't have that obviously but it it feels like almost the i mean the you know there's that famous thing for anime where it's like Dragon Ball Z is all people you know screaming and yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. right because it's there's a lot of like visual like the 
the battles are very uh you know a big part of it well, i've uh, also i like right. i've had friends who were fiending so hard specifically this was years ago um when berserk was coming out more regularly um and i had a friend who would get the japanese scans and read that it just just to have any fucking content just to, at all. Just to fucking, just to fucking get I just need I need fix. a fix, you know? Yeah. He would he would get a general idea of most of the plot because it's all very visual. Like it right. didn't you didn't right. necessarily need the English, especially if it was just like, yeah, he just fought a fucking demon. For, and it was awesome. For an entire <laughs> an entire chapter. And it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> all you needed. It's fucking great. So, yeah. So I, I, I've got a question about about manga format. Is this, does this work? It, are we breaking our own rules here? Is this even a trade? Like, yeah. Well, are there are there single issues of manga out there? Because they come out in chapters. They, they come and out. Yeah. So they come out weekly, in in the chapter breaks in ma- in anthology magazines. Yeah. Oh, so like Sh- Shonen Jump is like yes. the most famous of which, oh, and then they so, get collected okay. in those volumes that we like you see traditionally. So you'll right. see like so a, this is a trade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also no, <laughs> but, but also no. It's manga. Well, but like, there's, there's so <laughs> much manga beast, now. Yeah. There's so much manga now. Is is a lot of it being released digitally in chapters and then getting collected after there's enough chapters to fit a, a trade? Is that is that kind of, or are there just that many Japanese magazines that that ha- that are anthologies? Um, I you know I don't know. I know Shonen and Jump is like the like an anthology where it's like all the different ones that they uh God, distribute how, how big how big is that anthology with the amount of shit that comes it, out it's it's like it's just um, an omnibus every week well, but it's like well, it's uh, like it's magazine, like an archie double digest yeah it's like an archie digest where it's like magazine print and it's like um right. kind of like a big paper omnibus I used, oh, right, I, used right, to, right. I used to keep Archie Double Digest in my back pocket. I was a cool kid. I think the uh, <laughs> the uh, no swirlies for this guy. <laughs> no sir, Jesus. no one wanted to beat up this guy. I think the weekly thing is what makes it kind of different. I mean, because like it's hard sure. with you know single issues coming out monthly mo- most times. Um, and they don't they have more people working on it, right? They have like teams of people. Oh, working and on, at least on the and big of those ones. people are being worked to death. Uh, that's, I mean, like, leave it to me to bring it to workers' we, rights, but still, yeah, like, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't help but look at look at a, a bookstore's manga collection and go, like, that's a lot of labor. Like, that's a Just lot. That's coming a lot out of labor. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, well, that's also a whole different, whole different. Uh, That'll be the culture. fourth episode of this podcast. That's a different podcast. Yeah, and I, I think that's, I think that problem is typically with the more, um like big ones mass right? market mass produced yeah. like yeah like like one piece and, and and naruto and bleach like those kind of ones that one like piece doesn't come out someone's gonna fucking die yeah exactly there will be a <laughs> fucking riot so like those books probably have multiple people working uh grueling right. hours but this book let's get to you know why we're yeah, here let's get to this one I, this I, feels it, different than that it feels sure. very different it feels like a labor of love it is adorable I just I want I just want to cuddle with it. It's so cute. It's so fucking. It is cute. definitely a cute book. It's this so is one, one of the cute. cuter animes. Um, it's also um, we should just vote as a as a race of humans <laughs> to not as the human race. Let's just pretend that Harry Potter never existed, and this is just that. Like, let's just yeah. if let's you just think, one billion get, percent, listen, I you, would trade this for Harry Potter. Want if you want Harry Potter and don't want to engage with actual Harry Potter for very specific reasons. This is a very good alternative. Uh, this is a great alternative. Uh, this is I the agree. only this is the only thing that you need. This is this is it. Yeah, if you at all interested in like magic or witchcraft, this I this book yeah. I can't recommend enough. It's, it is I, and and so basically the plot just starting out, uh, there's this this girl who loves magic she's obsessed with magic but she can't participate in it because as she thinks as as everyone thinks uh you have to be born into it that it's a, right a, she's not a, a she's not a witch so she, she can't yeah 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 so Correct. you can't and, become a witch you have to be born and, a witch until the until a, the creepiest person ever in an alley is like hey you you want some <laughs> magic 
You, you want a magic magic? book? Yeah. How come I never walk past alleys like know, right? this? That also, is literally gotta... the the hero's call to call to action. Like it's right there. There's your <laughs> there's your creepy uh, Obi Wan Kenobi in the desert. Yeah. You know. Also, yeah. we can talk about them a little bit later. But the but the the villain is like one of the coolest designs. Oh the, yeah. The brim hats. Oh man. The brim hats. Yeah. No, it's they're Dude, super I still feel fucking like, cool. I still feel like the people you're supposed to like are the villains, but we'll see. I've read. I've read books before. <laughs> mm. Well, the people definitely... trying to keep something down tend to be the bad guys in the end. Yeah, Just yeah. Well, so, so uh... we'll get to that. So that that's the you know as as the story progresses, we that's find out hunch. we find out that this girl she sees magic being done in secret and that she's not supposed to see. Finds out that all magic is just drawing sigils and yes. and with, with like special ink. So she takes this the special ink in the special picture book that she was given by a well, witch. She finally she and, finally connected the two right because she got yeah. both of them at the same time. Yeah, she was handed like, a wand oh, that shit, was also a pen, a pen uh, <laughs> and handed some ink and a little picture book. So well, she starts tracing the 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 sigils in this picture book and realizes that she can do magic. And then oh fuck, turns her mom to stone. She fucked up. Yes. Uh, it was yeah. a book of She a did book the mom to stone. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and then yeah. um, as she buys the book in the alley, she meets another witch, and he's like, oh, you love magic? That's, a- that's adorable. You're adorable. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, oh, I bought a book. He's like, sure you did. And then, <laughs> and then later, that witch goes home, and she's like, oh, shit, that, w- that was bad. I should... I guess you go check on her, and as he comes, the <laughs> mom is like being turned to stone. He's like, "No, I was late." Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I then, had and a then, chance. And then because, like, so we find out that magic is just a thing that anyone can do with uh, a pen and some yeah, ink. And, yeah, and, and, and these people who are the council or whatever literally erased everyone's brain memories of how magic and stuff so were started. And started just like well, putting because this new everyone, thing, like, gotta because, be born a witch. because everyone was doing magic, there were massive wars happening. Sure, I get it. So they were, it. yeah. No, I hear what you're, you're saying, saying, Sean. I hear what you you're know saying. What I'm saying. I've read it. enough books. That's just gonna the, the other the other shoe's gonna drop. But it, but it turns out that Coco, what she did was she was she used forbidden magic because forbidden is it, magic yeah. is anything that alters the mind or body, um. Except for the spell that they use to erase people's memories, because of course, yeah, well, no, that's the one well, that I mean, that's yeah, the one that's, that's the one loophole. Shit. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. So, Don't worry it's about fine. it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, no, there's definitely <laughs> going to be some here. like, yeah, I, I think what's going to end up happening is like that the council was created with good intentions to protect people and keep keep peace, yeah, and then the they became corruption over yeah, time, and then, then they became yeah, corrupt yeah. with power because they, yeah. But anyway, that's Coco, just my take. But on also it. the. The, yeah. Her yeah. teacher isn't a bad guy. Just no, so he's her, great. Her teacher seems like a good guy. He yeah. seems like a good dude, and he's gonna like get he, caught in the middle. He purposely he's doesn't erase Coco's memory because he, she's well, he, just too adorable. She's like, yes. a, well, like that, like and he was like, all right, you know some shit about forbidden magic, and I want that fucking book. The, well, yeah, yeah they, like his his intrigue his, is his, popped his off. ulterior motive. So so uh-huh. she, basically, <laughs> she's taken under the wing of this really cute little like witch teacher, and yeah, his freer. I don't know how you exactly you say that um his ulterior motive is is that he wants to track down the villains the brim hats and figure out what the fuck their deal is and who they are and what they're doing so like this is the only they have been they have been in hiding for a long time and she used forbidden magic and they're the only ones that use it so he's like yo i need that book Uh, i need to know where you got that book so he can help like track them yeah this is the only lead he's had they can't erase coco's memory because that because her memory is literally the only lead they have to the book and to the brain right. house. And right. exactly. if he erased her memory, he would just make her an orphan because she killed her own mom. But with her memory right. intact, she might be able to save her because they become, can find yeah. the she book. She becomes a witch's the, apprentice. Yeah. I, fe- I felt bad for her mom the whole time because her mom yeah. hated the idea of magic, didn't want it in her house, right? Yeah. And then the second it got brought into her house, she got turned to stone. And now... Well, they, they also... You know, uh, it's not covered in the two volumes, and I I don't know because uh, there's I've only read so far, but there's also the uh, whole uh, there's only one parent, so who knows what the other parent is? Oh, yeah, that yeah. that's a classic. That's a classic thing. Classic, you, you, yeah. You classic. keep it one. 
Ah, oh, my father died yeah, in the, the war. The other parent's definitely the person that sold on the book. Got it. There's Figured a lot of like, storytelling <laughs> paradigms I kept getting caught on. Like I kept waiting sure. for the like um the Treasure Island apple barrel scene where like she overhears <laughs> the main witch like mm, I'm also being just like evil, convinced like, something horrible is gonna happen to all characters all the time. And I think that says more about what I read <laughs> than this actual story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're adorable stop, children. Kept, Can you stop just like the adorable children? <laughs> right, exactly. Stop reading James Tynan comics and then reading the right. chat. Exactly. Cause the exact opposite was happening every time. Right. It's like, oh, this is just work. Yeah, tragically, she because everyone needs a tragic origin story. But then, like her whole adventure and like going forward, I'm like, oh, this is this they is use delightful. they use some nice, warm, fluffy cloud clouds to distract the dragon. The end. Yo, how okay? So we get to the story a little bit, but like that scene was so good. How adorable was the uh, the drawing of the dragon snuggled up on those clouds? It was so cute. <laughs> there's there's something that the art does in this book that it was so I, good. I kept getting like surprised and like delighted by where yeah it gets really really detailed these beautiful detailed drawings, mm-hmm. beautiful backgrounds, beautiful scenes, and then like when a moment needs to be kind of quick and cute, it gets really cute and really simple for a second. Like like mm. there's. It gets way, like way, manga, way off manga model. Does that, there's like a, there's a. a that's a, that's a thing that all style. mangas do, but right. that, yeah, it's, spe- it's, but this book perfected it in a way she, uh, that that feels seamless. You know, what when I mean? she first draws a sigil and she's like, "Oh my god, it's magic! It's magic, 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 yeah. magic!" And then she like <laughs> she's like hitting her head against the books and everything. It's like yeah. and she's just like at ten places at once, just like freaking out that she finally did it, magic. It's, it's so funny. Good. This book does such a great. W- job of describing what a hyperfixation feels like <laughs> that's true like an adhd hyperfixation uh, well they they talk about that too where the other witches uh like since coco wasn't uh you know around witches and um you know is new to magic her she's got the like innate just intuitiveness to do magic and when she fails at something she'll do it over and over and over again like she'll do a successful spell and then they'll look over and there'll be like 50 failed attempts behind her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I like, there's a great concept, I think, this story, and this is, I think, that's something really endeared me to this story, is like, so there's the magic, there's the traditional magic, obviously she's not part of it, but then they talk about it a lot with every character, is your own personal magic. Yes. Something that you you're are personally really like the one is really good at drawing really tiny runes. Yeah. The one's really good at like these complex ones. She's really good because she growing up she like helped her mom like make clothes. So she, that's her oh, magic. Yeah. So she uses that she can draw patterns on, on fabric. She can draw patterns on mm. fabric and use fabric in such a way that helps her do so. And I thought that was a really cool way to make all these characters feel really unique but also bring like a very personal touch to like that's how they it, all use and magic. it's definitely it's the the concept of magic as more than just the sigils as the right, personality exactly. that you're bringing into and well, how that you is use a, it. that is yeah. something that it, is um that is something that is also kind of a cool uh thing about manga too which is like taking the the magic system or the power system of uh of the world and making it very personal towards each person. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Naruto and how power sets uh, are like that, or um, you know, just other things, and like this. I mean, taking- I can relate with with Fist of the North Star. Everyone's right. got their own little special right, uh, exactly. Death, yeah, death it's really it manifests itself in different ways, and um, and this, I love that uh, she created a magic system that is purely sigil based but it is so much more than that and can be completely tailored yeah. and like the it's super customizable yeah too. the the way yeah. you draw it's not just the way you draw sigils it's how well they're drawn where they're drawn how they're placed mm-hmm. next to other sigils how big well, they are how small I, they are how yeah. the, the, uh, the line yeah. weight the mass the yeah there's it's, it's a lot we're of really describing cool. comics yeah <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, it's funny. Like, it's true. This is a book about comics. I mean, yeah, way. it's it's it is its own and, little meta thing talking about the magic of storytelling and the right. magic of art. And to uh, speak on that, her panel placement is amazing. It's it so is great. 
the the way it creates flow through the pages. She has these uh, um, pages that like have a uh, very specific panel placement of, uh, and then like panels that are intercut through a bigger action scene, and they're like layered yeah. over top. Uh, they're just phenomenal. I, mean, I also like that whole that whole chapter with the dragon is fucking gorgeous. Yes, like, yeah, just the, like w- there it's are so good. There are these massive splash pages that yeah. blew my mind. That mm. they're specifically drawn in such a way, like it's it's usually when she's describing the way the sigils works, how you build a sigil, the like all the, they're there's, so detailed. They're so detailed in this very specific, like hermetic woodcut style like there's it's pulling mm. from like tarot art it's pulling from yeah. Yeah. like classical that art classical and, art and, and there's yeah. so yeah. many influences and there's so many things but it's still so cohesive and of this book it's it's it blew me away like she's it, also it's, yeah I, I seriously got she, stuck on these pages it took me also, like longer to she, look at that uh, than it did to read the whole chapter she's also not <laughs> afraid to break panel barriers and gutters of like having a character outside the gutter to build frame and uh there's there's panels that where the the gutter of the panel is uh filled with like vines and it's like encircling Mm -hmm. the the panel and like or uh, uh, in the case of the dragon uh puffy clouds right (laughs) there's a lot of that dude (laughs) the fact that she drew this incredibly intricate and detailed dragon laying on a cloud like a fucking pit bull is incredible. Like it's just like, incredible. Like it's so well done. And uh, and there's this yeah. there's this wonderful sense of cartooning in this book too where like in in cartooning you can you can use the the like the the structure of a character to tell the story. Like you can convey motion by sh- by stretching and pulling and pushing and contracting. There's just a rubberiness to this book that I really like, but then yeah. it'll snap it's back. It's so into... fucking kinetic too. Everything about yeah. it is yeah. is all constantly in motion. There's a lot of scenes of people floating because you can do like a floating sigil on the bottom of your shoe, or like you know, like there's yeah. there's uh, fire elements, water elements, floating elements, uh, earth elements. There's all you know those things oh. are the building blocks of the rune. So there's a lot of just just really kinetic movement with all those things and the characters with their giant flowing. Like they wear these massive cloaks, not necessarily for the uh, theatrical reason, because I mean that's there too, obviously. But part of it is that they have to be able to hide that yes. they're drawing sigils, so people can't see that magic is just drawing. So they're like using this very theatrical, like look over here, I've got, I'm doing to do some fireworks <laughs> there, right. so that I can do my look my how my I like that the cloaks, stuff, yeah. the cloaks yeah. have these tassels that come off the shoulders that look like little noodly arms. <laughs> I, I love that this the author artist keeps up the grand anime manga tradition of drawing food that looks fucking oh, amazing. Oh, the food yep. is so good. Those potato mm-hmm. balls, they Dude, look so good. I I don't understand how people draw food that looks that fucking good. I don't uh, understand it. I also it's love that, that that that's another way that you can take the whole like magic is just a person's individuality and, and personal mm. spirit is that like the the uh the teacher is like hey i know mm-hmm. that you're really stressed out about magic because the last time you used it you murdered your mom but like hey let's go bake some potatoes let's go do stuff let's go <laughs> yeah, bake right. some potatoes yeah you've been mm-hmm. working on your fireball spells let's bake some potatoes and it's like it's so fucking like, good i do like this teacher for sure oh he's he adorable like I you just him. learn by doing shit and like we'll just go do this thing and uh, you'll practice this yeah it's really he, cool. he has that discussion about um, like when you're stuck, you know, trying to learn new magic, the best way, the best thing to do is to just live life. And eventually yeah. something he's like, he learned a lot of his magic. He's a, like a, a specifically a good water mage because a lot of, cause he didn't like being wet. So he just, which is great. Yeah. And then, yeah, he couldn't swim. So he's like, fuck this. I'm right. never going to touch yeah, water. And he again. made a fucking sword yeah, that the, can cut the ocean. The sword <laughs> is so cool. And towards the end of the towards the end of the uh, second volume, uh, when you know there's this uh, f- giant massive flood, he breaks out this sword that's just covered in runes to to cleave water. It is it's 
awesome. It is so cool looking. It it also Dude, does a really that. good job of establishing the rules for its own um like like the way that magic works in this world. Yeah, like, absolutely. Specifically, like uh the way a sigil is built is very specific. There's the rune, the glyph, the circle. There's all those things, but then also like introducing the element of like oh well this sword actually has a ton of teeny tiny sigils on them that come together right. to create a mm, giant yep. you know like they work in tandem yeah, and si- like, size is important placement it's, it's, important yeah it's yeah. code they're, like they're, i f- i found a lot of parallels to programming in this i couldn't help but yeah like no that makes like sense well, yeah. going back to the scene with the dragon when when they when they created that that spell that turned the rocks into sand and then used mm-hmm. the sand into the clouds and stuff. They, they did a for loop because they did like, <laughs> they did like, yeah, a, no, that's a, exactly what they did. Yeah. They did a function and then they put it into another sigil that would loop it. Yes. I was like, wow, that's a for loop. That's hysterical. Uh, also, it's funny. Yeah, it's all uh, logic loops. And what, shit. Yeah. what it yeah. makes me think of is because I'm a D&D player, it makes me think of the difference between wizards and warlocks, which is if you play a wizard, you, you know every spell, but you have to prepare them before each right. for each day. As opposed to warlocks that just know innately know a set amount of spells, and that these are like wizards because they have to prepare the spell. But yeah, they like draw everything and like just leave out a tiny little bit. So if they need something, they can just complete yeah. the sigil really fast. And then um, which I thought was really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they there's a uh, one of one of her uh, classmates has a notebook that they just keep pre-drawn sigils on in case they need it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like I, creating a giant light bird oh, to distract God. people. That was so cool. And when the uh, yeah, teacher... Yeah, when the phoenix showed up. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then when the teacher created his own dragon, that page yeah. was spectacular. The water dragon to fight the yes. real dragon. That was fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I know we're kind of jumping around plot yeah, wise. We, we were min- doing the mentioning... plot that we got. Yeah. Well, it kind of like jumps around a little bit. Like, dude, just like I'm just like flipping through again, like these that splash page at the end of the second volume because she accidentally turns all of the water into sand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, crazy. But like that shit was so fucking cool looking. Um. But yeah, like j- the the parallels to. Star Wars and more specifically Harry Potter are impossible to ignore. To this like christ-like figure well, the of, undercurrent uh, of, well, of what's happening is she's they're like this um what are they called the fucking blight hats or whatever brim hats. brim hats the one keeps catching up with her and like activating her power the, the one that yeah. uh, sold her the book is essentially yeah. uh like at different points showing up and is like Oh, I'm curious to see how the seed that I sprouted is growing. Like he clearly yeah, when they, manipulated. She, he, yeah, yeah. He trapped her with the dragon, and then grabbed her again. It's like, all right, let me grow this seed a little bit more. And then, like the next time she uses magic, she like destroys the entire countryside. Right. <laughs> so like some shits going. Like so they have that piece of this going on. Yeah, like, she's this clearly some type power. of like some type of the chosen one this like right, ca- character right. Which, yeah. of unimaginable power that also has no clue how literally no she's idea also, how to do anything yeah. uh, she's also a manga protagonist where she's just very innately good at something without any Absolute, previous yeah. training um, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's a Mary I think Sue she's doing it <laughs> yeah and I like how like I'm sorry exp- no, I like no, how they're explaining it like no. she's getting good at like um, she's using what she's good at to be good at magic which I like. Right. It's better than like this. The classic. Oh, they're automatically good at magic, which is like less intriguing yeah. and interesting to me. So yeah, she uh, still has to problem solve and still has to. Like, yeah, she's u- really smart her. and observant. So yeah. she used stuff that other people have already done. She's like, oh, I can't do it, but you did it. So I'm just gonna like remember well, we, how you did that. We can talk about that arc a little bit. Uh, so after she um turns her mom to stone, and the teacher comes to her and is like, I need to, I need to, uh, you know, teach you magic and and keep you safe. He takes her to her atelier, and that is where uh, witches learn. And there yeah. she meets her classmates, um, th- three other uh, three girls them, yeah. that are that are training to be witches. And um, at one point, the teacher goes away because he he needs to go. <laughs> and Dude, uh, this girl, yeah. This and so there, there's this uh, one girl. What's her name? A gate, or uh, I don't know. I, get I think it's yeah, a get. 
a get is a get. the yeah. Sure. That yeah. sounds right. Anyway, she's the like kind of she's the smartest, but also um the most standoffish and like uh not willing to play ball I, with her. I don't want to admit that uh I related the most to this character, yeah. but I related the most the like I was about the, to say- the, we get the, some insight. We get some insight into why she's like that too. Well, yeah, she's the but senior also, dev on the team. Uh, she's the she's the fucking <laughs> gifted student that uh, resents everyone else because she had to work really fucking hard to get there, right. and then once and never wants to be friends with anyone. She's uh, also is her, slightly older than the other three, and, and her family cast her out and told her that she, right. she would yeah. be shit because she's too feminine. That's, yeah. <laughs> So, so like that's yeah. a big well, yeah so that's what, yep. yeah <laughs> uh, and, so anyway uh, she goes over to Coco and is like oh you know if you want to be a witch there's a uh, there's tests you have to take and you have to so have to take the first run right now which is you know complete bullshit because Coco had knows like almost no magic and uh, wasn't going to take the first test for a long time. Um, yeah, like and- how interspliced with that is the teacher talking about, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. The rocks are at their highest. And I'm like, rocks are so at their highest. And the, then like, <laughs> right. So the, the first test is to go into this this place with these floating uh, rocks. The spheres. Dada Mountains. It's the Dada the Mountains. Da-da right. Mount- yeah. Which is. I, which I is laughed a, out loud. Yeah. That's when I read a that. brilliant. I was like, these, got, these mountains are going to be fucked up. <laughs> Grant <laughs> Morrison is just in the corner, like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just, just watching. That's just where he does. That's where uh, their own. That's where spells. they do peyote. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, yeah. So there's these giant floating uh, rock spheres, Bol- boulders. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, they're all lined up, kind of like a video game level. Uh, and it's yep. like Mario Galaxy. Right. Exactly. And Coco has to get a flower from like what the top, the top one. one. And, and, and um, yeah, at, at this time in the season, the uh, the water has has receded, and the the mountain is is the highest, like the the biggest gap between the rocks and the tallest that it will yeah. like, it will be of all. And she year. can only like, use like three magical items right. that she can bring with her, and the magic she owns. Which, and this is when like you get a good tip off that she's clever because this girl's like kicking her out, and she's like, "Can I have your floaty shoes?" Yes. Fine. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> so I that, I didn't say you couldn't do that. So whatever. That's how they fly, though. In that in that world, is they yeah, which have is really uh, cool. shoes that are half sigils, and then when they're brought together, like Dorothy, they, you know they. It's that's awesome. By yeah, the way. it's that is great. fucking great. I love I love that, and uh, I also love the rings that are that when yeah. they're like they're half sigils, and when they're brought together, they they in this, it, like immediately dry you off. Yeah, yeah the, like the, the anti-water sigil, the blow dryer yeah. that is just two yeah. rings, Love and that. and that's one yeah, of the because we get the little worm, we get oh, the, the, the fresh worm. <laughs> yeah, what? I and, love him. But that is just inherently one of the like great things about manga is that a lot of them have this like world building where the kind of like technology seeps its way into like it, it's just in everyday life for these witches, like yeah, and this like. With a lot of these, and this one in particular, it feels like a lot of these um, stories and, like, you see this in some, like, fantasy novels, like, they start with the magic system and then the story kind of builds off of it because the magic system feels so natural and innate yeah. to the characters. Like, it, it's hard to imagine it was the other way and around. It, it makes more sense than, like, when Fred Flintstone goes into his house and his refrigerator is a dinosaur for some reason. Right, 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 right. But this one, it's uh, a magical item is a toilet. So when you poop in it, it just goes away forever. Right, because like that makes that's that's what you would do with that uh, magic. It just goes directly to a dark void. Like (laughs) honestly, I would be afraid of the toilet. Who's the sorcerer supreme of the poop dimension? Is what I want to (laughs) know. Right. Yeah. I also love that when given the option to take three magical items to go with her on her quest. Uh, she's like, I can take the magic toilet, and she's like, Well, no, <laughs> no, some items are, they get stuck there. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, like where that is. Wants the toilet. <laughs> also, yeah. that is technically a black hole, so you should be very careful with that. Yeah, you shouldn't take that like, anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the interesting like part. Like she grew up with zero magic, and but like in like regular towns, like bigger towns, it's commonplace. But like mm. she's so enamored by it. Like, yeah, they talk. She's about Harry the Potter she under the on. stairs. She's the she's she's Luke Skywalker in the desert. Like it's the the characters that are that are meant to be 
the Christ figure that are that are squirreled away off in the middle of nowhere, which <laughs> I am not insulting this book by com- making those comparisons. It is a compliment of the highest order because it's better than Harry Potter and it's just well, about as good very, as fucking Star Wars. <laughs> also, they're very common. They're very common archetypes, you know. Yeah, like, no, and it, stories, it is, but it's yeah. but it's also the it's done extremely well. Yeah, it, it's this. it's given this very typical archetype for this character we are able to flush out the world and and her personality in a way like i i can see where that part is going so let's focus on just how fucking cute she is and how she befriends this worm when she has to go dude this brush yeah like i like how she just becomes best friends with this fucking it's like a furry tube it's adorable i fucking love i love it yeah it's like it's like a caterpillar you could hug (laughs) yeah but it has like like, yeah little feet (laughs) <laughs> but through these twists and turns and shit, like she like everything goes horribly wrong when she gets to these mountains. But then she has this stroke of like, I'm going to try to do this my way. Mm-hmm. And then that's how she starts using the painting. Like she creates a painting stone that's closer to like a scissors and she draws this floating sigil on this on fabric cloth that she on fabric and makes a fucking sail out of it it's and then she also made one side of the sigil a little bit longer so that she could point the wind in that direction right she makes a floating ship essentially like yeah it's it's, it's basically a self-propelling kite the and and just those two pages of her yes actually grabbing the flower because that's one of those scenes where there's like close-up panels that are intercut through the bigger splash page that is yeah just phenomenal. They're, and, they're gorgeous. And and I I will say, reading right to left, I was assuming that I was going to keep fucking that up. And this book, you get used to it pretty. No, quick, not too. even. I don't even think that it's that you get used to it quickly. I think this book is so perfectly laid out, and it mm. is told in such like th- like she is a master at sequential storytelling because i did not once forget that i should read the panel on the right before the Mm. panel at the left like not once i think that is a uh another kind of uh barrier to entry for people though for manga and um right you know if if that is something that's keeping you from checking out manga you you do definitely get used to it It, i won't lie and say it you know you you just get it right away but well i I think think some what are you saying? Some I'm books sorry. make it easier for sure, though. Yeah, it's a lot like reading indie books from the '90s in that sense. We're like, <laughs> just trying to figure like, out where to read it. Like, yeah, how like what, what, do, what do I do here? But then, like, once, once you kind of figure it out, once you get into the rhythm, it, I, always, I hate to compare this to that, but like, I always laugh when I read like uh, '70s books and like they actually used to include arrows. I love Mm arrows. They did that in the 90s sometimes, too. Like, there would be a page that was so confusing. Yeah. They're like, just put arrows all over it. (laughs) Yeah. Golden Age Doom Patrol that that I read did that a ton. They did that a lot in that book. uh, Um, But this one doesn't need it, and it doesn't need to remind you how to read it because it's so perfectly paced. uh, Not not that uh, comic books have a different... Not that comic books, like, don't put an emphasis on it, but I feel like they... Uh, between manga and comics, they kind of have a different philosophy on how to tackle that. Um, Absolutely. So, like, because manga is so much quicker paced that it kind of has to... Um, the, the panel layout is very important to keep people going, because, I mean, I could read a manga volume in, like, 15 minutes. It may yeah. less, yeah, maybe, like it, depending. Depending on what it is, it can move very quickly when i first got into it i was in um, middle school and uh i bought one because you know you you buy a trade and sometimes depending on what it is you read it for uh you know a whole day or a weekend or you know uh it you know it fills up that time but i bought a manga volume and i finished it in like 20 minutes and i was like oh i well that was great but i want more uh Uh, so then i started buying like I started buying like 10 at a time and I'll, yeah. I did the exact same thing with Akira. And if you've seen the volumes of Akira, like the dark horse printed, they're comic book sized, like, a- yeah, and they're, they're omnibus wide, like they're right. fucking huge. So I bought, this is when I first started shopping at Brave New Worlds, like 10 years ago, which tells you I didn't start reading manga until much later. <laughs> um, 
but I I bought two of them and I'm like, yo, I'm set. This is fucking this is like I got I got <laughs> weeks of material. And like the next day I came in, I was like, where is the rest? Where is the rest? Right. And then <laughs> number it's, volume it's three like- is just one big explosion. The entire book is <laughs> is just the explosion from start to finish. So it's just like uh, I need all four volumes right now. <laughs> right, exactly. I need all six immediately. It's 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 like when you get a, a a large iced coffee and they put too much ice in it, and then like you take three sips and it's gone. You're like, what happened? What I had a whole coffee here a second yeah. ago. I just like I remember I started Full Metal Alchemist. I think I borrowed like the first three from my buddy who had it, and then the next day or the two days later i literally went to his house with a duffel bag and just took the rest yep. <laughs> i'm like i'm not and that's only 20 you, i'm not doing i'm not doing this in onesie twosie you broke into like, his house you didn't tell him you were <laughs> <laughs> wearing he, a had, he had them all and like yeah so i was just like yeah just give this give me the entire series because i'm not or I'm, else yeah. it's it's not going to take me long to it's, read this one it's amazing and two it's so like it's bite-sized right in a good way it's so addicting uh yeah <laughs> It, it's yeah the pacing it just like it feeds your brain you're like i need more like when you really get on a good book yeah, it, like you just don't want to put it it's down. weird because it it hits a different brain spot than comic books does absolutely it does. Does. i don't really know absolutely how to explain does. that but it, it absolutely does because they it reads like watching it reads just the way i feel like watching it mm, i'm getting yeah. the same because it, it's giving me that same kind of quick motion it feels like i'm reading slash watching a cartoon so it's turning on a different part of my <laughs> yeah. brain. Yeah. yeah, this is a new flavor of dopamine I've discovered. Yeah, because comics, you're like reading. Like, I feel like, I, like you know, we're, we're going to be doing X-Men at some point. Like, you're reading X-Men. Yeah. Like, that's a different thing. I, especially the X-Men like that. that we're reading. Right. Yeah, and, <laughs> right. and X-Men right. is in charge of your time. Right. Like, you're, right. Not, this not is very to, uh, different. Not to throw all art into, you know, boxes, but I feel like, Trades are almost more similar to novels than they are manga, which is I completely ridiculous. Agree, yeah. But uh, yeah, but also, I I agree with they're that. They're just though. built different, you know. Really, like mm-hmm. it also uh, yeah, depending they, on what people tell which, stories differently. But and depending uh, on which uh novel graphic novel you're reading, it's you know like from hell. Try to read that in a day, right. asshole. You're not <laughs> but, gonna do it. Try to read I, it in a uh, week. It's not gonna happen. I really like that they're... If we cover it on this show, I'll have to. I, I really like that manga and comics have different brain feels because it, it makes me yeah. feel like that I brain want... Feel. That I just I, like that you said brain feel. That I, I want yeah. to explore both. Uh, like, if they hit similar spots, maybe I feel like I could read a few manga and then, you know, leave it be. But, like, the the fact that they hit different spots of the brain makes me want to, like, really you know, give time to each uh, and, you know, uh, expand yeah. both differently because they, I, they uh, you know, if I want one specific kind of uh, thing, I'll go to one and then if I want the other, I can switch. Um, yeah, when, to me, they're completely different. I, yeah. I had been reading comics my, my like, since I was five uh, and it was probably, uh, it was years until I found manga and when I did, it it was like a whole different world. It didn't feel like I had more comics to read. It felt like I had completely discovered a whole new thing. Um, yeah, I definitely well, like feel like I've been neglecting. Almost. I definitely feel like I've been neglecting an entire art form, and I feel silly for it <laughs> because I I definitely thought that it was just like oh, it's it's like more eclectic comics, like right. you know, with different different tones and different like uh you know stories to tell and it's like no 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 that's but i feel dumb it's I not feel like a dummy but th- i mean that's that's totally fine because now you know that so now you can ex- and now now it's the you're in the best time because you can read there's so much to read and it is so great <laughs> and it's not like i'm uh starved for uh books because they're <laughs> right. they're just yeah. right there in my store i but, can buy but them. still now i mean now that option is open to you i i always love breaking down hobby barriers because it's discovering whole new things to delve into is like my my favorite thing um so yeah th- that's what kind of why i wanted to do this episode uh and for the listeners too in case anyone really wanted to give manga a shot but you know didn't know how to how to start uh i feel like it, even if 
Like, if you've read comics and you've never tried manga, I feel like it's 100% worth it, even though, it, like, even if the things that you think manga is um, doesn't appeal to you, maybe there is one that will. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I, I'm not gonna lie, that's what I thought, and then the look at this, look at this cute shit, look <laughs> at this cute shit, look at yeah. how fucking cute it is, can't handle it. Yeah, I couldn't, st- I couldn't stand how cute it was. <laughs> I I'm I'm physically ill because it's so fucking cute. Well, Adam Adam messaged the group chat when he was done reading. He was like, "Oh, uh, well, I have to read all of it now." I was like, "That that makes me so happy." I was yeah, so that's... worried about this. Like, it, like I I feel like I feel like I I haven't I haven't really dug into manga yet for the same reason I never tried heroin. It's like I know. <laughs> I know it's going to become a problem, and I probably shouldn't start. Like, I just shouldn't oh, try. Well, I showed like, up. And also, <laughs> a very addictive substance. Yeah. I showed up to your place with a trench coat that's just lined with manga, and I was like, hey, you yeah, know. Yeah, RJ shows up to my house. He's like, the first one's free, yeah. and now I owe my entire life to it. We're g- you're going to have a credit line at Brave New Worlds, and we're going to come to fucking collect and break your knees. I'm going to show up in the store, like, just scratching sores into my forearms. I mean, to be honest, I was nervous about this, too. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, the, I feel like the one place I kind of have a have an ego is comic books, and it's like, I fairly know, like, I, I, I pride myself on recommendations, and I, when we do something for the show, I like kind of have a vague feeling of how it's going to hit with everyone but this i really didn't know so i was I was like we had planned three episodes and i was like this is only the first one so if it goes poorly then you know so <laughs> well i mean rj you, you we're had... all judging you in particular right. at your personal taste it's it's kind of it's really brave of you honestly that's a scary <laughs> I mean, you, you have you scary have prospect mine and casey's number dialed with the whole magic thing and yeah. We've already well, sort of too. pulled Sean into that world recently, so yeah, I got, I got read a lot. I of think we, yeah, you kind of mainlined it. We, I'm, you know more about it than I do now. I'm sort of bummed. We didn't talk about it, but I, I kind of like that the this book kind of has a bunch of different things going on. If you like the, you know, the magic aspect, obviously that's very at the forefront. But there, there is kind of a like it's not Dragon Ball Z action, but there is a. Like it, there's definitely something like more sinister building on the, on the sidelines. Oh yeah, and it's definitely the slow. So burn like, in this, she's setting sure. up a a plot that I mean, it's hard. It's hard talking about only two volumes, but you know, th- there's definitely a lot more going on than just like cute witch does stuff, right? That you know, that oh I, absolutely. I feel like the initial premise of oh I accidentally solidified petrified my mom, uh, and then there's this <laughs> there's this like evil group of witches in the shadows is very uh interesting and kind of adds an immediate another layer to it um so i i felt like it would kind of appeal to different tastes just uh right off the bat um you know even if not all of them get uh showtime right away there's more building and it it, it only gets better from here it it's hard because like some mangas go on forever. So <laughs> talking about two volumes is is very uh, you don't you don't get a feel for the whole thing right away. Yeah, which we'll do, next week we'll do two week two episodes uh, two volumes of One Piece. Yep. Uh, you know we'll be able to cover. <laughs> yeah, we'll exactly really we'll really get is. a feel for what the ser- the series. That's, yeah, that's like getting one lick off of an ice cream. Cup. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like, like getting... looking at an ice cream cone. <laughs> no, that's it's like looking at uh, licking one ice cream cone uh, in an entire ice cream truck. It's like licking someone's fingers fair. who just ate a bunch of chips. <laughs> Bro, it's so much fucking. Which I don't recommend. Uh, still, you know, remember to wash those hands, everybody. <laughs> But no, this was this was incredible, and uh, I am also going good. to read the entire thing. Um, thank you, RJ, <laughs> yeah. for yeah, no, man. destroying so my worried. life. I'm never going to talk to my once family I again. The other fifty things that I started because of this <laughs> stupid fucking podcast. I, I usually hate Mostly buying me. digital comics, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ha- I, I just I I don't have the wall space for this. I don't. I don't have anywhere to put it. I did. Well, it's also like, dude, mainlining this digitally, it's an experience because you. You'll, yeah, oh, it's, it's the so greatest. Wi- yeah, uh, it's the greatest. Witch Hat isn't on there, but I did want to shout out the uh, Shonen Jump app 
uh, because they they have their own dedicated um, reading platform, uh, and it's like two bucks a month, and you get access to so much. Uh, I was gonna say they have a they have a few anime uh, manga. Right? Yeah, they things. got a couple. But they're, like, they're they're up two, and coming company. Two dollars is like the best uh, price for a for that straight like amount a, of content. Yeah, like a yeah. Con- uh, content platform. Yeah, that, there's no other subscription service that you can get for, at all for two dollars, kind of much I mean, less it, yeah. it, that much content. I mean, you you'll be yeah. set. Like you'll you'll have tons to read and yeah like you the, there's like probably like yeah you just get like naruto it's like cool there's five years so if you yeah, yeah and you want to read official <laughs> translations like that that's honestly the best platform like on and and yeah, which chat is down, on comiXology as well my money on manga. <laughs> well which chat's on that? comiXology so you, and you have that right or you some have of it. it's on comiXology the, the the comiXology fucking pulled the the drug dealer thing on me the volume one was free and then i'm like shit now what uh, now where? Now I gotta give you eight dollars every time I want to read one of these. Come on. I mean, I did. <laughs> I mean, I did, and I will. But like, come on. There's this. Uh, come on. I just went to uh, New York Comic Con, which talk about more in the actual week's episode for the show. But um, one of the places I always go when I go to New York Comic Con is there's this Japanese bookstore like ten minutes away from the convention center called Kinakunia. And it is three floors, and the third floor is all manga and imported uh, manga and comic books and Japanese snack bar and statues and toys and stuff. And it is like my favorite place. Um, But uh, I went there, and they have just shelves and shelves of stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll I'll get Witch Hat because we're doing it for the show. And they didn't have volume two. I was like, oh they, man, they have like 10 copies of every other volume, but they didn't have volume two. <laughs> New York, uh, York City is such a cool place in that, in that respect. I always think of New York City like it's infinite space because mm. there seems to be no limit to places like that in New York City. Yeah, it's like, like you got a weird idea for a store. Only Yeah, like you can just keep <laughs> zooming in on a map of New York City forever kind mm. of a thing. Like. Yeah, that's a different podcast. <laughs> All right, so are we are we there? Uh, does anyone have, have anything else? Uh, I I have just loved this, this is book definitely. Enough? I feel like this is definitely one of the books that we we put in the pantheon of. You just have to read it for yourself mm. to see how gorgeous it is because I don't think we really did it justice. Uh, and and that is as a lifelong western comic reader and my preconceived notions of uh manga looking like silly and cutesy is one thing and it's incorrect but it is a preconceived notion that i have that i'm that i acknowledge exists and this is cutesy and adorable but in a way that scratches an itch for me that works really well you know what i mean like it 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 it, my like Western art sensibilities and the manga influence that's there is it's all very it, it works in such a way that is brilliant and uh beautiful like it's it's just it's a it's a work of gorgeous art and I feel like everyone should at least go look at it and then go read it <laughs> yeah I I hope this has piqued at least someone's interest um just kind of you know wanted to take away uh some of the inaccessibility of you know, a whole nother uh, art form, essentially. Um, totally. And yeah. hope people give it a try. I think, like I said, I think there's a, a, just like comic books and movies and anything else, I think there's a manga for everyone. I think it doesn't matter, you know, what genre or whatever you're into. I think there's something that will align with your interests. And, uh, you know, even if you don't like others after giving that one a try, you'll still find at least one that you appreciate. So, well, you you got me in one. So good job, <laughs> ten out of ten. Well, and it's the season of the witch. I wanted this now, right? Um, yeah, this it's is also the perfect good. time to read this. Yeah, also, uh, and if you if you're kind of you know craving a good coming of age wizard story, and you don't want to have to wrestle with removing the art from the artist, uh, read Witch Hat. Um, yep, it's a good mm-hmm. antidote for that. <laughs> also, Harry Potter just. But anyway, that's. that's- 
<laughs> that's, that's, just my a, personal, that's my personal. That's alienate any Hufflepuffs or whatever who might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> just that one. Just so I don't. Just that's the only one I know. Just um, the one. The, the Hufflepuffs out there. I am absolutely yeah. uh, alienating Ravenclaw. That's who I'm. Alienating. Oh, what's the other one? Wow. Uh, anyway, anyway. Damn. So. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Patreon listeners. Yeah, you guys got this first. Um, if you're not a Patreon listener, you didn't get this first. But uh, that's a good reason to go join our Patreon. Cool. So uh, if, this, if you find this in your regular feed, you know where to get the, the Patreon link. It's right there in the episode description. To all of our Patreon listeners, thank you for your support. Uh, I, I'm hoping this comes out in October. We have a lot of cool Patreon stuff coming out in October, so stay tuned. There's... there's we, we're doing the whole Halloween party thing here at uh, Dueling Genre. So yeah, so this is this has been this has been uh, now in trade uh, for myself for for them. Uh, goodbye. Everybody.